0: All right, well, I started that a little early.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> don't have everybody here yet. I think. No, I think we don't he's... have
0: everybody here yet. That's okay.
1: Hi, everybody. <laughs> Michael Trussler. and Jimmy Vaughn. <laughs> Welcome to Teams Fridays. Who are you, Jimmy? Um, I am. My name is Jimmy Vaughn. I'm a partner technical specialist
0: here at Microsoft, uh, specializing in Microsoft Teams rooms. And I'm a guy who just knows stuff about Teams devices yeah. and Teams. I'm uh, I'm gonna jump into some Teams phone things coming soon. Um. What have you been up to lately? Start so light-handed. Any, any vacations or just you were in Jersey? Well, you're always in Jersey, but you went to the shore yesterday. But in Jersey. I was actually
1: at a live event uh, in person yesterday um, at the Jersey shore. Uh, you know, it was funny. Uh, uh, one of our partners actually wrote and said, um, hey, are you free on this day? And the truth is I, I wasn't. But then he said, hey, we have an event down at the Jersey shore. And all of a sudden my calendar freed up. So,
0: <laughs> so I think it's
1: exciting. I think it's that kind of thing. Um, uh, uh that, but it was, it was interesting to be in person and sort of have that feedback. You know, I, I said it in, at a speech that I did at Infocom um, uh, when I was live uh, in front of a, a couple hundred people. Um, I was looking and saying, hey, for the past two years, I've been talking to this monitor and this is who I speak to. And if there's 100 people, if there's one person, I don't know out there. Um, but it's, it's an interesting sort of dynamic when you get back to in person and you're speaking to a group of, of, of 50, 60 people. You need that feedback. You need that interaction that they're listening, that they're doing things. So, um, you know, here we just sort of um, uh, talk to each other. We, we sometimes ask questions, ask people to put into the comments and things like that. In person, you've got to ask those leading questions when you're doing the presentations. You've got to ask those. Raise your hand. Tell me that you're listening. Tell me that you're doing things. And, and see if, if what you're, you're talking about has landed or hasn't. And it's it's an interesting dynamic to go back to in person speaking versus just what we do what we do here.
0: I was in Nashville, Tennessee this last weekend. Um, one of my buddies, when I worked at Deloitte, he got married. So the got in on Friday. Friday night was a thing at his house. They catered uh, the biscuit people. Uh, forget the name of it, Lovelace Cafe. If you know the Nashville area, we had Lovelace Cafe in there and uh, some drinks. And then the next day was the wedding, but I lived in Nashville for five years. So I ran around town, ran into some old friends, hit the old, uh, the old stomping grounds. And I think I caught COVID. So, um, Monday, I, yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> well, then Monday I, I was going to stay Monday. Well, I stayed Monday, but I stayed in the hotel room. I wanted to go to Monell's for breakfast. I wanted to hit uh third man records cause you know, records, um, I wanted to visit, um, Whatever, a couple other places. But I stayed in the hotel room, went to the airport, put my mask on, got on the plane. Um, I hope I didn't. I hope I don't have it. I went, came home, tested, and negative. Now, if it was Omicron, does that test? Well, I, I looked it up. It says most of the COVID tests will go for Omicron. It might not be as reliable, but ugh, so I don't know if I had it or not. Honestly, do no. I tested negative? So, uh, and we've got <laughs> not Michael on. <laughs> <Yep>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Martin. I'm not Michael. Hi. It going, Michael?
0: Great. How are you, Martin? What have you been up to? You did anything good? And who, but first off, who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? What's your job?
2: Okay. Mark, uh, I am not Michael for the moment, but I'm Martin Bowen, based in the UK, Michael. And, uh, yeah, architect, center of excellence, Microsoft. I don't know what else you need from me.
0: Uh, you went somewhere this week, didn't you?
2: I did. I went to Disneyland Paris.
0: Have you been to any of the other Disneys, or is this
2: the only one you've visited? I went, to Disneyland, I went to Disneyland Paris when I was like, I, I, I think I remember, we're getting, I, I went on a science trip for school to study the rides, but we didn't really study the rides. We just went on them. I think it was just a, an excuse to get out there. I have been to, to Disneyland in Florida, or is that Disney? Orlando? Oh, yeah. But yeah, so I've been there. That was when I was a teenager as well. But I
0: was gonna yeah, I was just asking for a compare and contrast, if it's the same yeah. basically, or if it's like aside from the fact that it's in Paris and they have crepes and we have like hamburgers, is there anything ostensibly different between the two?
2: Well, I can probably say it would be on a much smaller scale because you do like to do things on the big scale in the US from what I can see everywhere where I've been. Bigger cars, big Vegas, Paris. But it was ace; It was dead good. It was better than I remembered as a kid, taking the family there and uh, it was dead good. We told the kids where they were going and they were excited, but I don't think they truly understood. And how old are the kids? You have young ones. Six and seven. Six and uh... seven, yeah. I do have a, I'll see if I can pull it up. I just downloaded my pictures from the Disney Studio Pass I have. So we were dressed up as the Woody family. We also, I also met all Disney characters. Uh, let's see if I can pull up a picture. So let me have a look, see if I can find a good one with us all on. So we all did the standing up. Uh, we all dressed up, had ears and stuff on. It was great. Fun. <laughs> I also, I also managed a twenty-one mile run in Disneyland Paris.
0: I did that on Xbox. <laughs> just pushing kids down, you're just, you're just running around the park, just pushing kids down. Get out of my way! Like there's right? like Cinderella, and you're like face palm. I got to get my mileage in.
2: So for training for London Marathon, it was I missed. I missed on the Sunday when we were driving down there. That was supposed to be my long run day. So I got up. I think it was about 5.30 in the morning before the sun had got up and went out for a run. And, uh, yeah, I did many laps. But the actual park wasn't open, but all the way to the Disney Village and everything around it and the hotels and everything. Yeah, I managed 21 miles.
0: All yeah. right. So you, so, you, so no one was harmed during your run?
2: No. No, there was actually – no, I had the whole place nearly to myself for the majority of it. It was uh, – it was ace. Let me see if I can uh, screenshot it.
0: While he's doing that, so Jimmy, uh, let's let's kind of get a little Teams focused here. Um, so, what, so your event, and, and did you learn anything? In um, is, is this is this? <laughs> there you go. That's so 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 far for going. I saw like some whatever, and I'm like, I got to share this in.
2: That's me. <laughs> I'll try and find some others why you talk properly Teams. You talk proper teams. <laughs> proper teams. Proper Teams. I
1: I will say this, Michael, you asked me what I learned and everything else. I learned yeah. that with all the things that we do to talk about Teams Rooms, to talk about um, Teams devices, to talk about things, there's still a lot of people that have no exposure to these things, that have no um, no sort of understanding. They may have heard of Teams Rooms, but what, I'm, what I heard yesterday in person was um, a lot of people are getting customers asking, hey, I want a Teams Room, and they might be in the AV community, they might be um, in the backend server community, cloud community, whatever it is, and they're not exactly sure what a Teams room is. Um, so what I learned really yesterday was all the work that we do, there's still a lot more to do to sort of educate people around what these things are, why they fit into that Teams world, and why um, it's been such a huge boom of Teams rooms being deployed around the around the globe. Um, I, I just, you know, it still amazes me when I talk to people because we think about it because we're so exposed to it every day, you know, and all the shows that we do talk about what's new, but we still have to have a job of educating people. And I think Martin, you guys in the center of excellence, Um, uh, Michael, you going out and doing things. I think all of us have that responsibility still to go back to step one and make sure that people
2: understand what these are and why they fit in. Yeah. I think for I, I only learned a bit last minute, but the team rooms boot camps happening and going around. I saw one in London in the Microsoft. So me, me and Michael and a few of the other team did the online version, and then looks like you know that's coming in person now, which is really good. So I saw the UK one and the London one. I was good. I didn't learn about it sooner, otherwise I would have headed down there. And uh, but I know that's. I think that's expanding to other places as well it's expanded there's there's a whole bunch of events around the globe um uh,
1: sort of the dps team in in Australia Higgsy and those guys um they're doing a lot of in person things they're also doing a lot of virtual things um to educate the partners to uh to make sure that uh the partners have what they need to make to get the end customers not only educated but also outfitted with uh with teams devices um we here in the us are looking at some things that we can do as well um uh, you know we're not as as open for business as uh, as I think Europe is. And Europe sort of set that bar and said, hey, we're going to do some of these events in person. Uh, and then we'll work uh, work out from there. But but Australia's doing some things. And then I think you'll see uh, the U.S. probably come up uh, towards the later half of this year. No,
0: that's cool. Um, I was going to add something. And then you said stuff. And then I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Um so yeah education and training there's um yeah it's important why didn't you know about the boot camp martin they didn't invite you oh i remember what i was going to say forget that forget that question they didn't invite you that's why you weren't there <laughs> i don't think it was intentional uh but jimmy you you're doing something uh some online stuff as well right
1: correct we have a whole bunch of things it's it's geared towards partners um uh and disty uh and even the OEMs as well um we're doing biweekly sessions where we have people come on uh it is a landing page akms uh aka.ms/learning teams rooms um uh and you can register for the events uh there there's a whole bunch of different topics that are on that there's a whole bunch of uh of things make sure that you register because it is a limited uh capacity we did run out of space in the first in the first uh, registration session that we had. Um, uh, they are not recorded, so you need to be there live. So make sure that the date and time is inside of your uh, uh, your calendar uh, and you join us. Um, we'll be taking questions. We'll be actually presenting a whole bunch of different things. We've got uh, uh, tech talk uh, sessions, which we have on the, on the YouTube channel. We have selling Teams rooms every Friday at 9 a.m. We've got this, Teams Friday, uh, that we do. So uh, there's a whole bunch of learning opportunities that are out there. While they're geared towards partners, they are sort of uh, uh, in the public realm. And if you've got a, you've got something towards, okay, I want to really learn this, or I want to, I want to sort of ask Jimmy some questions, or I want to ask Michael and Martin and others questions. Let's go ahead and make sure that everybody signed up and uh, uh, and learning on there.
0: So you said um, you're filling up. You have 750 seats, and that filled up all 750.
1: That filled up for the first session, 750 was already filled up. All of the next sessions are 750 as well. Um, they are getting close to capacity at this point. So if you think you can make it, I would urge you to, to register now. Um, uh, but we'll be adding more sessions on there as well. So we get we get a good amount of people coming into those sessions. We get a good amount of uh, questions in the chat. We get um, a whole bunch of things and We also have some feedback portals, um, and I'll see if I can find the link to that. But some feedback portals for people to tell us are we addressing the things that you want to see? Uh, Are there other things that you want to see? Are there people that you want to say thank you to? Those sort of things are uh, uh, the feedback that we're looking for.
0: Hang on. My phone dinged, and I got to get the phone. Um the new, ring, the, re, the new ringtone? Yeah, not the new <laughs> ringtone. We'll get to that in a second. What um what um how do how do people get it how do they find out about this training? Is there a link or if Aka. No dot, go to your LinkedIn page? Yeah, aka.ms slash um learning teams rooms. Learning teams rooms. AKA.mslash learning teams rooms. Learning about teams rooms. <laughs> Ignore what we just said. A- that's aka.ms slash learning about Teams Rooms. Correct. Learning about Teams Rooms. Sometimes all that's these that's aka.ms that's
1: links uh, uh, go into my head. and uh,
0: The uh, secret uh, uh, password is learning about <laughs> Teams Rooms.
1: What are you
2: learning about? Learning about Teams Rooms. <laughs> Should remember that now, surely.
0: There you go. I'll, yeah, hopefully I got, well. Most most people, I think, probably watching this because it's so, like, not noted, short notice as, as we're doing our first trial run of, of the live stream. Um, yeah, most of the people are, are asleep. So I was going to say people are going to start dreaming about this, just learning about Teams Rooms. Um, so good, good stuff. Um, on, the, on my YouTube channel side, since we're talking kind of learning and education, I did a video with Tracy Her on um, Intune and conditional access and how to set that up for... Teams Android devices. So I have one on my, it's a year old I did with Mario DeRitter, also the Center of Excellence at Microsoft, about Teams Rooms Android and conditional access and Intune. This one was about all Teams Android devices. So with Tracy, we're talking uh, personal phones, shared phones, panels, display, all that kind of thing. So that is out there, was put out there about two weeks ago, and Tracy and I are now working, and Jimmy has seen a uh, preview of it.
2: He's busy looking. I
0: wasn't looking. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, but I'm moving. I'm moving myself. This is well, why you guys this is why you should have an, a, a different person producing than than the people talking. <laughs> well, like you do on selling teams rooms, I just hid myself during my monologue. Okay, anyway, uh Tracy, her and I are are working uh very hard on troubleshooting conditional access and uh, Can I say that room. I
1: love what you did with this?
0: Yeah, you've I, seen I the preview. Probably...
1: I know others haven't seen this, but uh, but I think when they see it, they're really going to love this. Um, It's a real life situation. And you bring Tracy into a live environment where you're speaking to her and you say, I got a problem. And if you can solve this problem in five minutes. You win. And and it's it's one of those things. She doesn't know what the problem is, but Michael gives her the different places. And and you two navigate where you're looking for the problem. Showing how you actually troubleshoot and what the thought process was for how uh, uh, how to go about learning where 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 this issue actually exists.
0: Yeah, so th- to the point, it becomes a game show. Um, it's it's a game show. and We have a bet. Uh, it's five five rounds. We've already recorded the first three. I'm not going to say where we're at. Um, the winner gets free drinks from the loser. So Tracy lives in Florida, so I'm I, I'm going to road trip and. I'm either getting a, a night of free drinks or she's getting a night of free drinks. Uh, we're recording up round four today. Round five is going to be absolute utter chaos. I'm going to break so many things, um, and she'll have like 15 minutes to fix it all. So um, she's not very money. motivated. She does not want to lose, and I want free drinks, so I don't want to lose. <laughs> so I told Jimmy earlier some of the things I'm going to break in my environment, and it's like just—he's like, "Dude, oh, no." I told Martin. I think Martin. Some. Yeah, I think I told Martin. Uh, some of the things I'm going to break. And it's like, that's, I, I, I'm trying to be cruel.
1: Good <laughs> luck, Tracy. Good luck. <laughs> Michael went on mute.
2: He's thinking. He's deep in thought. Doesn't know he's on mute either. I don't know that he's on, yeah. I think
1: his browser lost connection to, uh, you know.
2: He's busy producing,
1: losing mute. Right. He's busy. He's busy, like, making me full screen when I wasn't paying attention and say, Jimmy, pay
2: attention.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other part, real real quick, because Thomas just posted another thing. Thank you for being interactive. Everybody else, please jump in. Um, The whole point of the game is not to show you if you have this problem, here's how you fix it. It's to watch how someone whose job is at a senior escalation level how she approaches problem solving and how troubleshoot issues. She has no idea what it is. And then we do spend quite a bit after each game round, we spend anywhere from two to 10 minutes talking about why did you know that? Why did you go there instead of here? Can you explain some of the stuff in the background? So the idea is that, yes, it's a game show. Yes, it's entertaining. Hopefully there's some lighthearted moments and random, literally random junk thrown in like deer. Deer play a prominent role. As uh, Jimmy knows, um, there, there's random deer. But the whole thing is at the end, you go, oh, I didn't know about this tool. I saw how she used it. Now when I'm in my environment or in a customer's environment, this we can do it. Now, back to the thing I posted, uh, mostly for Jimmy. Do we have a Twitter post that lists, you know, how how, do, how can people keep track of all these events? Just, I know it's difficult because, you know, my stuff's difficult. on YouTube, your stuff's, you've got this stuff. We have all these other events, the, the stuff and, you know, just being a homie South Florida. There was the boot camps in, in UK and Higsy stuff. Do so you have anything on that? We
1: try to post as many things as we can into the selling teams rooms group on LinkedIn. Um, we don't always get those links in, but, but when we do have things, I, I know following myself, Marin, uh, Michelle Bauman over in Europe, um, uh, Robert Carlson and Mo, uh, uh and you guys, Martin and Michael, as well. Follow us on LinkedIn. We'll we'll try to at least get those onto our personal accounts. But I do try to also get them into the Selling Teams Rooms account. And, and Thomas, one of the great things that we can do as a community is really if you see something that's there, um, tag me, tag me. Make sure that I'm tagged so that it shows up to the others that are following me and inside of my group as well. Um, I love to wake up in the morning. I shouldn't say I love, but I I, I like waking up in the, in the morning. Having the, uh, the you know, it, it maxes at a 100, 100 plus uh, <laughs> notifications on LinkedIn, and then seeing you know all of the different instant messages that I have, and sometimes you know, and I apologize to, to everybody that that does this. Um, sometimes I can answer all of them, sometimes I can't. But I think one of the things is let's make sure that the community knows about it. Um, Michael and Martin, you guys know we do the uh, uh we do the 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 monthly MTDAMA with Graham as well. There's a lot of information out there and there's a lot to absorb. And, and I think that we we try to do the best that we can to sort of consolidate and say, well, this is what we think that the community would like to hear about. But even as we sit here, make sure that comments are in here like that, that you don't know exactly um uh, exactly where to get all of it. And we can do a better job of actually making sure that it's, it's a little bit more organized. So.
0: Yeah. So good. We can, you know, maybe Cuddle around selling teams rooms group to post things. Um, Events.microsoft.com or microsoft.com slash events. If you go there, that lists uh, kind of the official things. So not necessarily things from partners or, you know, unofficial things like, me on my YouTube channel or whatever. But uh, you can filter on Microsoft Teams. And I see just random things in here. Empower your teams to use data and insights in the flow of work. There's an MC partner day, fiscal year 23, Microsoft strategy on the 16th of September, a Microsoft Teams Rooms partner boot camp on 27 September, 2022, ask the work lab experts. I know Marin uh, brought up work lab in the earlier thing. So um, lots of team stuff that is not devices related. I know we're, we're some devices, people calling meeting and devices on, on this talk right now, but um, Microsoft.com slash events, and then you can filter on Teams to get access to some of this stuff as well.
1: And I I think about devices and everything, Martin, uh, I I don't know. I saw this morning that an Android update was actually released for teams rooms on windows teams rooms on Android as well. So, um, so, you know, we'll post that. I I haven't gotten to actually post it myself yet. I did it on teams uh, selling uh, uh, selling teams rooms podcast this morning on the 10 minute session. Uh, But I haven't gotten to post it on there, but I will make sure that I get it on my LinkedIn, my Twitter, um, Uh, and we'll do that. But I I also saw somebody in the comments suggest making sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, Uh, uh, Teams Room Tech Talk. Um, That's sort of where we're posting a lot of these things. Uh, Michael, I know that you have your personal side, which doesn't go live all the time, Um, uh, but we're actually, we're posting, trying to post a lot of the things that we record inside of the Tech Room, Uh, Teams Room Tech Talk, uh, YouTube as well. So, I understand it is a little bit of things. We 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 have been working to try to get things consolidated and brought into one place. Um, but we got a lot of good people with a lot of good ideas and a lot of good information. That's 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 really the key is, is there's no, no shortage of help if you're uh, you're in this community.
0: So, Martin, what do you what do you just share? What is this? What's new in teams calling meeting and devices? It seems self-explanatory, but what does this mean?
2: And uh, this is is a deck I create to try and summarize all the updates every month. So this is this, this, so aka.ms, another link, uh, what's new CMD. So this I try and summarize based on the public blog post articles that we've got, a deck that anyone can download, and it summarizes all the new features announcements from usually the past month, usually it's released at the start of the month, but uh, it's been a bit of a slower month this month. I think with holidays in August, etc. So this will be out soon. But these are just some of the new features. I think Jimmy spoke about the update for Android. There was an update for Windows as well. Um, there has been changes to Teams Team Rooms licensing. And the one I've got to add on, since I was at Disneyland Paris, I saw that there is um, some uh, captioning. Or transcriptions for meetings that's been publicly GA now. That needs adding in. And I did see that there's a new funky ringtone, um, or a tone for calling. So you can go and have the remix tone for calling. Has anyone done it yet?
0: I this morning. So I, I was a little confused, right? I saw this maybe on Twitter first, and then maybe on LinkedIn. I, don't know, I saw it somewhere yesterday, and it's like, okay, some guy DJ MP3 or whatever. Um, remixed it, and I don't know the whole backstory. I don't want to, whatever. But it's now in the Teams client. So this morning, I just went to Settings, Calls, and Remix was the very bottom choice. You click on it, it starts playing the remix of the Teams dial tone. So or the Teams uh ringtone. So fun, cool. Microsoft would be trying to be hip.
1: Hip with a I- ringtone. Ringtones were hip in '97, Mike.
0: <laughs> hey, if you uh, if you're not customizing your ringtone still today right oh, you're just going default then you weren't default? alive in
2: 97 you're not cool Sometimes <laughs> i've got my phone on on silent anyway because it's always pinging with notifications and right things. that's on my phone but yeah i i have got the new remix tone and i did see somebody posted in, in the comment there thanks thomas he's not a fan of the new tone
1: <laughs> and but I Martin, I saw in that, that thing the E C D N that we uh that Microsoft yeah. released as well. I, I really think that's an important thing that a lot of people gloss over as we go back to the office as well. I mean there there is a new thing with, with one of the acquisitions that Microsoft made, the ECDN really makes it interesting for as we go back to the office. I, I know not everybody's gonna be on a on a uh um a podcast like this when they go back to the office to do things, but teams Teams meetings are going to be there, and the way that we're delivering into an enterprise organization by actually using peers um, to help feed and lower the uh, uh, the amount of um, uh, of bandwidth that's needed to the external side. I think that's really an important thing to, to to get the quality of your teams calls up to the up to the expectation of what you have at home as well.
0: Um. I think I, you said something. I got busy pushing buttons over here again. This producing while talking is, is more difficult than you'd think, isn't it's it? Hard. That's, that's why I'm so thankful to have you
2: <laughs> on. Uh, I've just shared the slide, Mr. Producer, that, that you can put on. But, yeah, that came from Microsoft acquisition of the PF5. Um, so you can leverage the Microsoft ECDN to optimize particularly the, the network during... Uh, live events um also any it says global meetings all hands town halls so this this is an add on add on subscription it says fifty cents per user per month with an annual subscription, but this is where this is an add on functionality that you can take on from Microsoft now with a microsoft e c d n there's some information on the slide about it
1: that picture really shows exactly what this is. And if you think about it, one to the server for each connection that people have is not always the optimized way to do this. So by having some of your peers serve up some of that data,
0: it really does help the, the delivery of the transmission and get you a better experience. I mean, is, is this replacing Collective and hype? Is this different? Is, I mean, are we... Because for years we've been saying, you know, some Skype for business days with Skype meetings, use Collective Hive, one of these, you know, caching systems. So is this different than that, or are we just basically going, you know, thanks for your thanks for your time. We'll we'll take it from here.
2: I think it's in a, it's just a, another solution that that can be um, can be chosen. It's an add-on again. I think you can use the other providers as well, but this is this is just the Microsoft ECDN version. As far as I know, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know a lot about it, but it seems good.
2: Yeah, yeah. so particularly when I was working for customers, it was um, always a discussion for live events was, you know, how many people are connecting in what sites? Are you going to, you know, saturate all the bandwidth? 2,000 people connectively connecting 2,000 streams busily eats up network bandwidth. So you'd look to optimize that with an eCDM provider and um, where, you know, one or a couple of clients can then serve the local network instead of everyone going out and getting their own individual streams. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is the, the Microsoft ECDN version.
0: So uh, Nate, Nate Loback asked, uh, you know, ECDNs, third parties have powerful reporting tools. This is on the roadmap. I bet you'll be an ECDN Pro. <laughs> Isn't that the model? We'll give you the basics, but if you really want something, Pro, Premiere, Premium, whatever, Plus.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it is an add-on that you have to add on at the moment. I have seen, I saw some feedback on the social channels of, you know, why is it not included with Teams, or why is it not included in your E3 E5 subscription? As far as I know from the blog post article, yeah, it is an add-on. You can use the other solutions. I think there is an item on the roadmap. I'll just have to go and dig up for it, but uh, I assume this is. There may be more to come. I don't know. I'm assuming there, but. it's yeah, it's great to have another solution there, and obviously a, a Microsoft one at that. And so yeah.
0: that's one Microsoft acquired that isn't a
2: homegrown. PF five, yeah. yeah, okay. So that was the PF five acquisition, a good few months ago. But now we've obviously done that integration piece and work, and it's now Microsoft ECDN and can be added on. I quite like this this interaction with, with all these comments on the right. I must say it's yeah. much better
1: than the uh, the way that we 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 gather on Friday, then it's just us. I, I sort of wish we had a way to bring some people in, like we do on uh, uh, the MTD AMA.
0: Maybe that's something that we'll look at. To work at. Like, uh, yeah, just,
2: yeah, you yeah, so can play with that. Tom's here saying you can use them. Uh, side by side, you can use this or other providers, I think. Uh, that Nate, yeah, others have some very powerful reporting tools. So I, I don't know what's, I, I expect more to come. Um, but uh, yeah, well, we should hey, see you.
0: since Tom's here. Have you anybody been to empowering.cloud?
2: It's empowering clouds, very good, a load of good content on there. If you've not seen that,
0: yeah, I've, so, seen, uh,
1: I've seen the content that he's posted, I haven't gone to watch it yet, but I've seen the content that he posted, and I, I really like it. And I have talked to Tom, I want to do some of it as well.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm, I'm committed to doing something on there, it's going to be. Uh, I haven't stopped. If you're following my YouTube, I, I put three videos out on creating resource accounts, but none of them covered hybrid on premises exchange uh, exchange online. How do you handle those accounts? Um, those are coming back. Been sidetracked with the things with Tracy, but I want to, a lot of people, I, I get this question a lot. How do you assign phone numbers to a resource account? The answer is the exact same way you do any other user. There's nothing special, but because it's asked so often, I want to show how to create, you know, how to assign a uh, Microsoft the calling plan, direct connect, and operator connect. So I'm going to bring up an AnyNode. S- now I'm name dropping. I'm going to bring up an AnyNode SBC in the cloud, connect the Pure IP trunk. Uh, Pure IP also is play, uh, kindly offering an uh, operator connect, like one phone number. So I can show how to set all of that up. And then have, the, so, so that'll be the Cloud is how to set up operator connect and direct routing with a SIP trunk. Um, using an SBC, so that's what I'm going to do for Empowering Then back in my world, they'd be like, "How do you assign an operator connect phone number to a Microsoft Teams resource account?" So um, I think I committed to, to Tom and Team to have those videos up by the end of this month on Empowering Cloud. So, um,
1: so you got some set, some setup
0: to do, right? <laughs> You know, I haven't touched any you note. Know, I haven't touched an SBC since pretty much I wrote that Skype for Business Enterprise Voice book. I haven't touched a much. Touched
1: SBC in a while. I mean, it's one of those things. Like you do it and everything else, but then you come to Microsoft and you know the departments that we're into. Um, you know, we don't. So, them, so.
0: <laughs> I got to get up to speed. That, that and the reason, in, in like I, I was raised on audio codes. Like that's what I used to throughout my career. That's what I wrote my book on. That's what I used to. Yeah, I just don't want to bring in hardware at home, um, and I think. People just aren't aware of cloud SBCs and and things like that and how they work. So it's it's. I mean, you node know, has been nice to me. If you've seen, if you follow my LinkedIn, they bought they give me a freaking signed Thomas Muller jersey. Very
2: good. Cool.
1: Hanging up right
2: yeah. back here. He he off off? Look at his camera Did he just
1: run off in his camera? Falling.
2: Ran off to get his jersey. Look at that. There
0: you go. So with the autograph and they gave this to me. So I figure at some point I owe them back. So what I'm saying is, I don't know if you can see the autograph. Now,
1: there go. But that, right. hangs in, that hangs in your
0: closet, not in a frame? Well, so, okay, real quick. So I can be brought. <laughs> so people send me stuff and give me gifts and I will figure out a way to get you in. That's how auto inic note is coming in. Um, no. so, so at the Barn Munich Fan Club of St. Petersburg, Florida, Um, find us at germantampa.com. We have the entire bar uh, just decked out with Bayern Munich gear. So we have that and a Joshua Kimmich autographed jersey that we just bought the shadow boxes for. Okay, They arrived this week, and we're going to hang those to join the, the collection of four or five autographed jerseys we have. So I don't have to. like I can just keep that at home and wear it, but I'm going to go ahead and put it on display for the rest of the club members to enjoy. Okay.
1: Good. <laughs> and, and, Tom, I will make time. I promise. I promise.
0: Anyway, I, before I run off on the jersey Yeah, anyway, so yeah, send me stuff. Got <laughs> stuff. Um so yeah, that's that's empowering.cloud. Everybody go take a go take a look. I but and Tom, I do like that I can sign with my LinkedIn so I don't need to have another user account. So it's yeah. easy to pop in and go LinkedIn.
2: Yeah, hey, Tom does some great summaries as well each month, so go ahead. Yes. Out. I one... go ahead. So there's always so much going on. I try and pull stuff together on the Microsoft side, but Tom does a great job. I sometimes cross reference and go and grab things from there as well. So
0: I've noticed a few new people or more people perhaps creating content. There was somebody did a really nice video of uh Basic and Pro and I really right. shared it on LinkedIn and it's someone it's like who I don't know if I know you. I mean obviously you're in my feed, so you know you're in the industry, same industry. So cool. But it was really nice. Um, I don't know. Go look at my LinkedIn thing and scroll down and find it. So sorry if I forgot your name. Nate, who's but, here has been posting
1: a lot of good content too. He's uh, he's had a lot of good stuff as well.
2: Great session at comms as well.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm still upset. I wasn't able to, to make that work. So.
0: <laughs> I committed, I'm still committing Martin. Um, if, if Mark, if you can get Mark to do it, comms VNX TV or CommsVerse TV. Yeah, yeah, I'll host it. At least half the, half of it.
2: By oh, then, you'll have your production skills down to a T. See?
0: Yeah, I'll have this whole streamer thing figured out. Well, you know, <laughs> apparently you can tie it into stream deck buttons and, eh, you know. I have it. I have it. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: I can do things right now, such as this. Um, oh, There's nothing see.
0: sharing. There's nothing sharing. You're going to sharing options. Correct.
1: Uh, no sharing, but let's see. Yeah. Uh, I can... Uh, what else is on here?
0: Wow. This is amazing.
2: She's not doing anything for me. Right? It's, I mean, you guys, there can see
1: we go. It you guys can see it switching, but it's, it's, it's just buttons that I have. <laughs> so I can, I can basically do it. They actually have a template for stream stream deck, um, that you just download. You put it on your stream deck and it's got a bunch of buttons and then you can customize other things. There's not much that they have. I want them to do some other things, but, um, you know, I didn't want to mute my mic, turn off my camera, uh, do those sort of things. But um, but there's there's enough that you can do with it that if you really put it in and customize your Stream Deck, it actually works really really well.
0: Oh hey, here's an insider tip: if you're an uh, Azure um, and and, and or, where did I do it? I think I did it in Azure. If you're an Azure administrator, don't select all devices and click delete.
2: Um, I wouldn't recommend okay. that.
0: I I don't, I don't recommend it. I mean, is there an undo? <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, there's, is, just right? a, there's just a welcome to signing into all your devices again, including your windows desktop, which now is no longer a trusted device and sign in requires compliance and, in. Yeah. and you're not a compliant device. So now you have to redo the, uh, the Azure AD join. Oh, wow. Good times. So I, I learned that yesterday, just trying to clear up my lab because I was, I was blowing up the lab. Um, I was blown up, I was blown up, you know, because I've been blowing up my lab on these Tracy videos. I'm like, I got so much garbage in here, i was just gonna delete them all. Didn't think through the oh it deleted my whole PC. And then I'm like and then I start getting these things in uh, Edge. Uh you can't access this resource, portal.azure.com. <laughs> oh, wow, I just pull myself out. <laughs> what did I do? And it's just because and I think it was a message fine, can we've lost secure trust with Azure and blah blah blah. So don't just um don't just delete all the devices in Azure AD be a little, at least not your windows devices.
2: Oh no, you'll need them.
0: These, these are the things that are usually edited out, right? When we have the, the silence that nobody, <laughs> no, I, I, Martin, Martin, Martin's great. Cause he never edited any of it.
2: So there's a the time. Always, it's like, there's it's the, the one... it's probably a week or two to, to get it published. Mind you, <laughs> yeah, I, had, that. Uh, I had some, I thought, Oh, look at that. AKA link as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, Teams Fridays. I my one of my Azure subscriptions has expired. That's where Teams Fridays websites hosted. Uh now I've had to switch to Page Go subscription and I'm busily fighting trying to move resources over to my other subscription, but uh have been fighting with uh, Azure subscriptions at the same time. But so, uh So does Azure
0: support hosting websites? Like just yes. willy nilly websites?
2: Yeah, yeah. So Teams Fridays is, is hosted on Azure 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 or Azure, I don't know who the correct pronunciation of that at the moment, but uh, the Microsoft Cloud. So there. So, yeah, yeah, it's hosted on there. So um, it is still working. It was down for a little bit, but it's back up. But uh, yeah, but Michael's been busily uh, looking at a new way that we can do a few more things with Teams Fridays, which is good. So, do we want
0: to talk about the new license? Because I think people are lining up and they have a few questions. <laughs>
2: How long did you wait to push that button?
0: I just saw it there. I'm like, I, I loaded this a couple of weeks ago knowing the announcement was coming. I thought we were going to do this last week. I'm like, yeah, people, with people, angry villagers with pitchforks and torches. See, but here's the thing.
1: I understand why people are aggravated from a corporation standpoint if they look at, this is the money that I was spending and now I've got to spend this money. But what I think that, Really, you look at and and you got to take you know take it and not always just look at it and say this is bad for me. How does this really help uh, uh, get more 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 people using Teams and things like that? And I think that that free license, although I don't think that a lot of the enterprises that you know Martin, you, myself, and Michael deal with, I don't think they're going to use the free licenses. I think small businesses like my girlfriend's company that, that has one conference room for their corporation. I think they're going to look at that free license and go, I can outfit a team's room and I don't have a monthly fee for it. And I I think it sort of helps that um, where it's going to go. I, I think we can, we can knock on the, the door of the, Hey, the paid subscription went up. Uh, there's all these, you know, all these things that, um, that are out there that are people are like you said, Michael, coming in and saying hey what's this what's that and and how does this work um but i think we look at we can look at the free license and say i think that the, uh, there's an opportunity for a lot of small businesses to sort of adopt teams rooms and, and and our partners have that opportunity to install those teams rooms and michael you're on mute before you start talking again so as as you click buttons you do this to yourself
0: <laughs> i click a button that auto mutes me which is a cool feature yeah. I may have muted myself because I just opened a delicious drink and I wanted to not have the Understood. Bringo. I don't know how good StreamYard is on background noise reduction. Um, um, Martin, Martin has this. Though. Specifically to your point, uh, one of my uh, buddy's former roommate in Indianapolis, he owns a very small consulting company and he's reached out to me going, hey, I got, you know, the, the customer bought a Lodgy roommate. They got some things. Can you help us set these up? So very much small businesses that are 10, 20, 30, 50 people yeah. committed to Microsoft Teams. And it's like, hey, we want to play with the big boys, but we don't make the money the big boys do. Yeah. So I think the basic lets you at least get into the shallow end of the pool. Correct. For, for essentially just the cost of the hardware. Yeah. So you don't you have to what? now have to then drop 40 bucks recurringly, which isn't a killer until you get to about 10 or 15 rooms or 25. Then it's like, that is a major monthly investment.
1: Yeah yeah and there there is a significant investment that goes with that but but I do think looking at it from a partner standpoint i think um and like i said i I, I took it from the the end customer standpoint, but I think from a partner standpoint, you've got to understand that basic license probably does open some opportunities for you in the, the smaller business space
0: and it's always been i i I think we had we did a pretty good job telling the story at Microsoft. But the Teams Rooms Premium is always like, why isn't that just in Why don't we have better reporting? Like, is there a battle? Like, you can't have that report in because we have it in premium. And now that whole thing kind of goes away. You either get reports, Teams Rooms Pro, or you really don't, basic. So now you get all of those premium features and there's no no battle. Yeah. Yeah, and Harold uh, Steindl... Feel like I should speak German. Guten Tag here. Uh, Danke schön für deine uh, Wörter, here. The, uh, the the the. Uh, I think he, I
1: think
0: <laughs> what I what I, is, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I think what he's saying is that ultimately, if conference rooms are used, the forty dollars. How much? How much per hour is every employee in that room making? In that meeting, in one hour. So let's say the average employee, thirty dollars an hour. You have five people in the room. Oh god, math on top of my head, thirty five hundred fifty dollars an hour. You just paid forty dollars on top of that for that room. What what really is that expense? Um, I get it.
1: And I do think I do think compared to, to, to our peers in the industry, I think it's it's a relatively uh, uh good value for what you're going to get. I mean I think I think one of the things that I, I teach a lot in the, the sessions that I do is I, I say, remember those people that, that purchase Teams room systems almost three years ago when they were introduced, they got every single upgrade. And while they were paying a license for it, it wasn't as significant as many of the other um, uh, people in the industry charge for maintaining their conference rooms every single month. Um, you know, So you can look at it a couple of different ways. Do I wanna compare it against my peers? Do I wanna look at it and say, hey, this is my cost per employee that's inside of the room? There's going to be a monetization to all of this um, because it's a, it's, a huge, it's a huge cost to, to do all of these features, to make sure that everything's up and running, to, to, to make sure that the back end works um, the same way that, that every single time when you walk into those rooms. So, so there's a significant behind-the-scenes uh, uh, cost to it that, that I think that people need to understand. Microsoft is absorbing this, and now it's monetizing it out to the world.
0: I think uh, Lawrence, you know, fair opinion. He thinks standard should have been kept, and you know, I think
1: I think we've heard that a lot.
0: Yeah, and I think I think really what ended, I think what we've learned, is the ten dollars price difference from fifty to forty is that human element that is no longer being offered in the Teams Rooms Pro. The human element you can just call someone for support, you can call for advice. Hey, how do you recommend this? We have different things here or there. There's a there was a human you could call as part of premium. That's been removed. So maybe to Lawrence's take is maybe that 10 bucks an hour would have been a nice upgrade if you wanted that. I think the Microsoft point of view is probably use a partner for that in, a, a, instead of instead of coming to Microsoft.
1: Yeah, but it was, you know, we've we've heard a lot of the feedback. There's a lot of things I, I learned the other day, too, you know, going into Teams Admin Center and seeing the difference in prices that are in there um, for the same license. There's differences in the way that people can consume licenses, people can actually bring things in. So um, it, it's important to, to know how you're purchasing the licenses, what licenses you have. And I think one of the biggest things that um, that this brought to the forefront is the idea that using e-licenses – for room systems is something that, that is going to have to change um, uh, really in the future. See. And if you looked inside of your, your room system, you may have seen that notice inside of the setup screens that says, we've noticed that it's not licensed with a room license. Um, please, please make sure that you do this
0: soon. Um, <laughs> kind, kind of look, looking behind the curtain, when I, up, when I did the major updates, all the Team Rooms docs articles last winter, that is when – I will. I won't say I was told. It was kind of a hey. When you update this, don't try try to emphasize this or that. Yeah. It wasn't like hey, we have to add this. But the the rumblings were already happening a year ago, essentially. So when I updated this, there are a few clear places where we pointed out this is we at that point at that point the the verbiage was um, continue to use your E three and E fives, and when those licenses expire, convert them to Teams Rooms. So essentially from the doc standpoint, you've had pushing a year notice that this was coming if you read the tea leaves correctly, and a year and a half until you really have to make a change.
2: So, yeah. so now n now there's gonna be a I think it's a date like a year from now where it's like June, in, is it, is in here, June June thirtieth,
0: thirty days after oh. April, June. June thirtieth, twenty twenty three, right? So,
2: where you'll have to use room licenses, you'll and have to use a room license. You use user licenses for a Teams room device.
0: Correct, and it won't have to be basic or pro; it can still be standard or premium until those that license. term of your license expires. So yeah. I'd see in like four years, it'll be just has to or not three, probably two years from now, three years from now, will have to be basic or pro. But I think on June 30th, and I'm guessing it'll you can still get away with standard and premium past that June 30th. But any E3, E5 whatever other license is going to be blocked on sign-in. Simon brings a good point. The one thing about kind of simplifies in a way we've simplified the licensing is you don't have to battle for premium or pro versus standard or premium versus standard. I'm already confusing the names. Uh, You don't have to battle internal between premium or standard. You, you get it. It's just, a one deal so which which, which was uh, you know
1: feedback from partners licensing was a difficult conversation to have with some customers about well when when i get premium where's my uh, support coming from why am i paying you a support contract if if i've got this inside of premium and things like that so um to simon's point it does ease up that conversation a lot
0: um yeah, and it makes the partner value more obvious that the value that partners bring. I don't think it ever really diminished it, but if you're a customer, you're like, yeah, maybe I don't need your, your value-add first... partner package because I'm paying Microsoft for a value-add package. And it's like, well, they're different things. If for nothing else, the last mile, Teams Rooms Premium was never able to go and like, swap an HDMI cable or or do any of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So, Jimmy, I have a, I have a question. Based off your Crestron pass. And, and, and I'm not singling, I don't want to intentionally single Crestron out. You just know this. How did licensing work? Was there an equivalent to this in the Crestron or did you just buy the room system and a, like a hardware maintenance pack and off you go? So when I was at Crestron,
1: um, there was actually no charge for support and it was one of the, one of the value ads that Crestron had. Crestron was always a premium brand um, and had a premium price to it. But one of the things that you always had was the ability to actually call support and say, I've got this device, here's the problem. Um, and I can tell you, I traveled the world uh as a part of Crash going and fixing many, many things. Um it was the it was a cost that they 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 absorbed themselves for making sure that their customers were taken care of. I, I can even tell you a story one time um when Mr. George Feldstein was alive, and he was the the owner and the founder of the original company. Um he came back one time uh after a weekend with his plane flying and he said, Jimmy, we have we have a customer out here and he gave me the location and everything else and he said uh he said I met him at a bar and uh and he has nothing but problems with this run system. Um I need you to go take a look and I need you to figure it out. I went, I took a look, I had a uh uh I analyzed and, and basically came down to the what was the problem. Um, how we could fix it and gave him the proposal. Uh, to George Feldstein's credit, George said, um, uh, take care of him. Give him the equipment. Don't worry about if you need help, you have everybody at Run to help you. Um, uh, but go take care of it. Don't go through, um, a partner. I want to make sure that he's taken care of. Um, and this was from a random meeting at a bar. So that was the model that they had years ago when I was there. Now, when you buy a flex solution, you can actually purchase flex care, which gets you that level of support um, where, and I'm not saying people are coming out. I'm not giving that impression or everything else. What I'm saying is you get the ability to call um, uh, call the people at Run and ask them and have them look at your, your your solutions and say, oh, well, now I see the problem and, and give you a resolution for that. Um uh but they 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 did give top top tier support uh for free for uh, for a number of years that I was with the company but now it's it's sort of gone as as things become less expensive in market that margin that many many of our OEMs used to see starts to shrink um as things become more competitive things become more commoditized because there's more of them out there um, those are the kind of things that a lot of a lot of partners will look at and say, "All right, where can we um, sort of look at some of the margin that we're we're losing on the product and add in services like uh, uh, like the FlexCare and the XIO Cloud?" Um, so, and, and Matthew, yeah, thank you. Pushes out the warranty to five years. So, so there's a lot of things that our, our OEMs are actually doing to to look at how they can add the value. Um, Light like And I want to. I, I stress. Sorry, I don't want to make. I, it and again, I only ask you that, because
0: you worked there for years. It, and, I, and, again, and I don't want to make it like
1: they're the only partner that does this because Logitech has their LogiCare. Um, uh, Lenovo has obviously for all of their PCs out there and everything else. And Tom, yeah,
0: <laughs> when under Jimmy, Jimmy's when onsite, on-site support
1: was. Jimmy's onsite support was legendary. I mean, there was there was a time I will tell you that um, I went out to fix. Um, I can't speak too much about it publicly, but I went out to fix some things at, at, an Olympic event. Still pending. <laughs> well, at an Olympic event. I can't say it because it was actually part of security, part of all these things that happened at an Olympic event. Um, I went out and I actually uh, uh, fixed a whole bunch of things to the point that the people, the Olympic committee said back to crash on leadership. Um, he needs to stay. So I had to stay at the Olympics um, for the entire time the Winter Olympics were going on. I had to stay. Um, I was on call 24 hours a day with a two hour notice and everything else. I mean, I was, I was rewarded for what I did and everything else, but at the same time, it was like, yeah, Tom, a lot of people would pay for Jimmy on-site support, not only for uh, for the, all of the Microsoft stuff that I do, but also the, the crash round background that I have as well.
0: <laughs> Speaking of extending support, um, I've been saying it for a while. Um, that's okay. Not everybody listens to me, which is cool. All of our Android vendors... For most of their products, are going to continue extending the life of the Android products beyond the drop, the air quote, drop dead date. Um, there's a lot to this topic. Paul, I bring this up because Polly just announced they're going to Android 10, which extends them to 2024, I believe. And the extend essentially means Android security patches does not necessarily mean the team's app will quit working on that date. Like, Tom Arbuthnot was one of the first guys to really. So Microsoft just dropped a Docs article like a year ago, which is, hey, here are the phones.
1: We lost Michael.
2: Yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah. My video is scrolling. I don't know what's going on. No. What?
1: He just went muted. (laughs) Am
0: Am I back now? You're back. Anyway, so Tom wrote an article that kind of explained it well. What it essentially means is, um, how do you say this? A lot of the Android devices, actually pretty much all of them, don't run the most recent version of any Android firmware, right? They're running version 7, 8, 9, 10. They're not running 12 or 13. Uh, There's a lot of reasons for that. One is that by the time the design and implementation comes, they have to pick a system on a chip from Qualcomm or, or someone else. And if you have a five-year lead time, or you know, it takes a year or two or three to build it, design it, get the price of the system on a chip that you want, it's very possible you pick system on a chip A or whatever. Qualcomm hasn't certified that yet for Android 12. There are no drivers out because it's now a four or five-year-old system on a chip, but it's still perfectly functional. For the job of a phone to to, or, or even a Teams panel, right? A Teams panel is basically the lowest CPU device in the Android, uh, Team's Android world, you don't need a a state-of-the-art CPU. You can go for one that's a couple years old. The thing is that um, at some point, Qualcomm is not going to put out drivers for Android 12 or 13 or 14. So that is why a lot of these devices run older versions because they can only get to Android 9 or Android 10 because Qualcomm hasn't or won't put out um, new drivers for a newer version of Android. So um, ultimately what it boils down to is that these Android devices are supported. They're going to have teams for an indefinite amount of time. I don't think we've gone through and said yet when the Teams app, you know, the Teams app can support, Originally, it was released on what, Android 5 on their first phones? So I think the Teams app is going to run for quite a while, even after some of, those, um, some of those phones and whatever hit that Android end of support date. So at some point, Android open source is not going to have security patches. And at that point, you'll have to make the decision if the Android security patches are important to you. And keeping in mind, these are lockdown down kiosk devices. I don't know what the security risk is, quite honestly, but some governments and, and financial institutions don't care if there's no security risk. We can't get security patches we're done we're out um, anyway, that's my rant. I hope I made some sense the The education the education i mean
1: it's unbelievable how many devices in the education sphere have default username passwords exposed to the
0: internet because they don't use
1: private i p addresses they use public i p addresses.
0: So, <laughs> And thanks, Tom, for the clarification. It'll be two years uh, once certification is expired. So, if these new polys end in 2024, they'll be supported through 2026. Correct me, Tom, if I said that wrong, but I think that's I think that's correct. We don't drop support immediately.
1: Yeah, and kudos to Poly for for that's not a that's not a small lift going from Android eight to nine and nine to ten, and things like that. Correct. If you've ever developed on product and you, you understand the systems on the chip and, and all the different things that go into supporting more levels of Android. That's, that's a significant uh, uh, jump.
0: Right. So we bring up Polly cause they just announced their version 10 right. stuff. Other vendors already have um, in public conversations with vendors, not an NDA with vendors. They've all told me, Hey, we're going to get to 10, maybe to 11. Yeah. Um, so whatever, whoever your vendor is, thanks Tom, Tom verified that it's, you know, what i said on the two um so t- whatever your vendor you've chosen just reach out to them and say hey what's the future on these and understand you'll get two years so if it ends this year you still have two more years of support uh you know, that meaning at least the teams app is going to continue to be updated with features on that on that older uh, operating system which brings a whole nother question and like on teams rooms windows you never had to worry about this but on Android, you kind of have to ask, like, what's the system on a chip? How old is it? Are other are other products running later versions than what your product is running, meaning there might be a path for your product to get to these later versions, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a little more complicated. All that said, I, I if I were running my own little world, I'd put a lot of Teams Rooms Android in and Teams Rooms Windows selectively. That's me. There's a million reasons to go the other way. So I'm just a big fan of it as I'm surrounded, you know, there's a neat bar and maybe an audio codes and a I, really, I really I oh, really
1: like that. the Android solutions for the yeah. uh, I really like the the Android solutions for the bulk of rooms inside of a inside of a larger organization. I mean, because the bulk of rooms is really going to be that that smaller room scenario in my mind. Um,
0: yeah, and, I just think now. I mean, there's some there's some trade offs. Currently, it's unfortunate that you can't centrally set all of the values on Teams Rooms Android like you can on Teams Rooms Windows using XML or even. Uh, most of it exposed with Teams Admin Center. The config profiles aren't keeping up, like I wish they would. Um, so yeah, there there are some. You know, again, it's not the correct. My my opinion is not the correct answer for every environment. But I, I also people, think, I also think you can, hit on the head. Having a mix of of operating systems inside of your environment is not a bad thing either. Yeah, but it could be. Some people have their Windows operations so tied down because they've been doing it since 1995 Yeah, that adding Teams, Rooms, Windows, okay, we, we know how to handle exceptions and special snowflake operating systems and whatever all day long. And Android is like, well, God, um, we don't have expertise in this. So do we ramp up on that or do we just go with what we know? So go with what you know. Go all Teams, Rooms, Windows. Yeah, um, I think Lenovo's um, all-in-one bar can be a game changer. That puts it into spaces with simplicity of cabling, and an all-in-one unit, just pff, mount it on the wall, walk away. I, I really that like that. Idea. I really like that
1: idea. I wish I had it. Oh wait, I did.
0: <laughs> well, I, told some... the guys,
1: I told the guys at Lenovo. I wish. I wish I had the authority to actually put that out years and years. And ago. then
0: you're going to tell me you would have put a clock on the device too. You're going to say like okay. that. You had that idea.
1: We were actually going to put a clock on a device, and it was going to be a four-digit clock. But we were going to use that for Bluetooth codes as well. So it was it was it was actually going to serve a multitude of purposes. So you know, as a, as a product guy, yeah, there's probably a whole bunch of stuff that I could uh, I could talk about that were out there. But we were going to do on um, certain things, and we did look at clocks, and clocks were expensive. Michael, I told you, <laughs> well, you're charging like let's say two thousand dollars. What's a dollar fifty part, or is it, it more it, than a dollar It wasn't even a dollar I mean, it, it, you know, the price you have to look at the way that it's marked up. You have to look at a whole bunch of different things. So. <laughs>
0: All right, we're at, we're at an hour. Anybody else have anything to add? Any questions from people watching? Feel free to throw any question in. Yeah. Um, if not, we'll we'll start wrapping up. Uh, Martin, what do you have going on this weekend? Anything or any any other fun visits like Disneyland Paris, or is it just running until you can hit this marathon?
2: Uh, running mostly this weekend. Saturday session, Sunday long run. Um. Yeah, trying to catch up on days off. And everything yeah. else. Me,
0: but, uh, yeah, work doesn't stop when you're gone.
2: Uh, no, sadly not. No. That still continues and playing catch up. But yeah, doing that bit of running. It's about two weeks ish to London. I think the London Marathon. Marathon. And yeah, uh, second of October. So uh, uh, yeah, two week two weekends away. So
0: and, and, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're doing you're raising money on your run. Is that true?
2: Yeah. So I'm running for asthma uk because i have asthma so i'm running for asthma uk so if you want to if you would like to sponsor or donate keep me going on that on that marathon um i'll add the link in i think it's tinyurl.com forward slash running for the number four asthma um, but i'll post it in there
0: i put your twitter handle up at martin boom or just reach out to you or, or, or it'll be on your twitter feed as well
2: it's on Twitter, LinkedIn, any donation, very uh, would be very nice for for Asthma UK. So, thank you for asking, Michael. What thank are you, you. doing?
0: Um, there, I need to put a. If, if I wish, a company had a calendaring software, where I could put all my things in, and my phone let me know what's coming on. There's so yeah. much going on. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm going to make it, but I love the band Front Two Four Two. They're doing a free show in Miami, free. Uh-huh. And I have friends who live there that I haven't visited in a while but my Saturday is pretty well booked. So I don't think I can get my Saturday things done and then drive three and a half hours and get to Miami at any kind of a decent time. Uh, So I'm going to miss out on that. KMFDM is also coming to the area. Frontline assembly is coming to the area. My beloved Houston Astros are coming to the area. So I'm going to go to some of all of that over the next two or three weeks, not to mention, um, you know, work things and videos and, um. Once, once Tracy and I get our thing done, it's it's kind of on my bucket list to drive to Key West, Florida. So I want to drive to Key West. Um, just it's about a seven or eight hour drive, I think, from from the Tampa Bay area. So th- I want to do that in the next two or three weeks. So, lot of lot of entertainment and just bucket list things coming up. Good. Nice. Jimmy, you got anything? I mean, you, you you partied on the Jersey Shore yesterday. I think that is that enough, or right. did that just get the juices flowing and you're ready to go kill it this
1: weekend? Uh, that's that's enough for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking it easy this weekend, so not much really going on. Um, I'm not, I actually have a lot of events uh, from Microsoft coming up in October, November, December. So this weekend, believe it or not, yeah, I'm going to be working a little bit. Uh, yeah. uh, I have to do some. And to do some challenging things and figure plus, some stuff out for those Mets.
0: Plus, it doesn't mean anything to Martin, but it's the NFL season, and my Sundays are booked. It is. All day it Sunday is. is booked. And then, and then again, being a Bayern Munich fan, that's a Saturday thing. That's, that's a Saturday. Saturdays are booked. Plus, then you get college football. It's like, it's just the weekends are booked. Hockey starting soon. So. <laughs> college basketball season so yeah all right no i, I think we I, nobody threw a comment in there so i think i'm gonna wrap up and thank you everybody uh give us some feedback on how we did and we again this is just listen to our other podcasts we're a little more organized this one uh martin was gone and it's like this morning we basically like, are we doing it we're doing it okay <laughs> let's go
2: when, when <laughs> so you me it, said, and i was like right okay what's this
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. And we'll see you at the next one. And then, oh, I just hit a space bar. I don't know what that did. We'll, hit you, we'll see you in, a, in like two weeks. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.